0: Are there any plans, Bob, to make sure that he retires? Are you going to sign him to a one-day contract? Do you want him back? Yeah, <laughs> To retire a Patriot. I'll do
1: it tomorrow.
0: For him uh, to retire a Patriot oh, is the question. A, not Not only do I want it, our fans are clamoring for it. And to us, he always has been and always will be a patriot. And we will be bringing him back after I have not, I don't like to make a commitment for him, but we will do everything in our power to bring him back, have him sign off as a patriot, and find ways to honor him for many years to come. Because he did so much to bring life and good cheer to our community and he's a beloved figure, and he's earned the respect and love that people feel for him like no other athlete in our town. And we've had some great ones. Patriots owner Robert
2: Kraft this morning on CNN. He's making the rounds today, huh, Mago? you You saw this.
3: I did not think that it was going to be on CNN, but there he was.
2: They said, "Hey, you know what we need when we're talking about Brady? We got to get Robert Kraft on it. Which great get by them. I mean, great. Yeah, kid.
3: that's what I'm saying. It I just, just
2: I did not see that one coming.
3: It's a very random network for him to appear on to talk about Tom Brady yeah, and, and whether or not he's going to have a one day retirement with the Patriots. Isn't
2: he usually on like Squawk Box? Isn't that usually where you see him? He's on like MSNBC. That's usually where you get Robert Kraft. I don't I don't remember the last time I saw him on CNN. Uh, CBS maybe. Uh, he does go on CBS as well. That's right. true. Uh, big uh, big business partners." Uh, broadcast partners with uh, the have them sign off as a patriot nice. and find- <laughs> What's <laughs> the at-
4: CBS morning show? Is it just CBS mornings with uh, Nate that,
2: Burleson? And- that sounds right. I don't know the name of any of these
4: shows.
3: Can't anymore. say big on the morning. They're shows all just like these the these networks.
2: amorphous shows. I could yeah. just tell you. My wife likes GMA. My wife likes uh, Ryan and Kelly. That's all I could tell you. Uh, it's hour number two. Jones Mego with Arcan taking you up until 6 o'clock here on a Thursday. We've got all your phone calls. 617-779-7937. The Patriots are not in the postseason, but it is football postseason, and it's winner go home. And Boston Sports Original has all the news, all the takes, all the games. WEI's coverage of the NFL playoffs is sponsored by Wise Snacks. Go to WiseGameDay.com. Dude, those
3: barbecue chips,
2: mm, Are they good? They're I've, really good. I've seen a bunch of bags of them sitting around. I they have not, just keep uh,
3: appearing. Every time we come into the studio, it's like there's four new bags.
2: I have not personally gotten in on those, but I should. Go to WiseGameDay com for your chance to win one of 100 authentic pro football jerseys. Robert Kraft goes on CNN and says, yep, we're doing a one-day deal. And I just wonder how Brady feels about all of it. Like, Robert Kraft, a, a buddy of mine pointed this out to me. He said, boy, Kraft is really potentially setting himself up for failure if Brady doesn't want to do it. And you guys, yesterday, you were the skeptical ones. Credit to you. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, he'll do it. He's spineless. He has no backbone. He'll do it. Both you, Meg o, and you, Arkan, said, I'm not sure he's going to do it. Kraft is really putting himself out there if he's not going to do it, right? Meaning meaning Brady won't do it. Kraft is really putting himself out there.
3: He's putting the pressure on because that's. I think that's what I followed up with, that Tom would do it if if Bob Kraft was essentially begging, you know, like, oh, please do this. Please, please. It means so much. You mean so much to us. Well, and, and kind of put their pressure personal relationship into it because otherwise why would Brady do it? Comes back to what is the the like thing that he loves the four agreements? Yes. And one of them is like that
2: that was a book he liked to read?
3: Yeah. But he really is very serious about that stuff. And one of the I don't know commandments or agreements, whatever you call it. Is I think they're agreements? It is the, yeah, the name of the, it's the book. The four commandments. Yeah, yeah I believe. <laughs> uh, just you know, that's the sequel. So now you
2: love the four <laughs> commandments.
3: <laughs> just not in front of a public school. You know what I am saying? Uh, no, but he he believes in moving forward and not moving backwards, and so I feel strongly that he would use that as kind of an overarching reason for not coming back and doing something like that and kind of making himself Brady, the brand, the guy himself, and not Brady of New England or even Brady of Tampa Bay, that he's his own guy. But yeah. Robert Kraft going on there, I like how he followed it up with, I don't like to make a commitment for him. (laughs) And it's like you're on CNN saying you would do anything to have him come back and retire as a patriot for one day so that you can say that he retired as a patriot. You know, this isn't like CCTV in your apartment building. Right. It's out there.
2: I just, I wonder if it's going to backfire on Robert. And it's like he's trying to put pressure on, I'd agree, or he's just really putting himself out there like... I wonder if Brady says, look, if you ask me privately, fine, but like this whole public push? We're going to talk to Tom Curran, NBC Sports Boston, about uh, 23 minutes from now, right at 3.30. And Curran was on early edition last night on NBC Sports Boston. And I immediately thought of you two, because yesterday you guys poo pooed the idea of the one-day contract. Uh, Curran didn't poo-poo it, he crapped all over it. Here he is on early edition. There's a, a chance that maybe he could come back and I think it would be a great ending. Sign a one-day contract to retire as a Patriot. Why are you making
3: that face? Is that like a thing fans want only?
1: <laughs> I don't. First of all, it doesn't make really... I mean, it's a symbolic gesture, which I get. People are going to end up feeling incomplete if it doesn't happen. So that's one and two. And let's go to C. We'll use letters now. <laughs> they had a chance to do it in 2020. They decided not to. Bill Belichick said, no, we're not giving you the contract of $25 million Hold over on, two years. Hold on, pause this.
3: Respectfully, my Uh-oh. good friend Tom, Uh-oh. I love you. That's not what we're talking about. It's a gesture. It's a symbolic gesture. Right, we're but not I- talking about Yeah, the but where contract. the hell was all this love and right, adulation exactly, when it, they that kept them on the gesture. team? That wasn't a gesture. That was choosing between Brady and Bill.
2: Okay, well, now you... <laughs> Well, now you now Stop you chose. It, Tom. Like I, I'm kind of I'm kind of with current on this. We're now, talking
3: about a gesture. We're okay, talking but, about symbolism. But
2: now you chose. It is symbolism. Now you chose. And here's my symbol, uh, symbolic double birds to you. Because I'm not going to sign your stupid fake phony one day contract. I'm not going to do it. I mean, yeah, that's what that's what Tom's saying, and right? I,
3: I understand that. I also feel that they are years removed from that at this point, point. and I don't feel like that's even maybe the total underlying animosity there. But sorry, continue, Tom.
1: Bill Belichick said, no, we're not giving you the contract of $25 million over two years. Most we can do against the cap is twenty-two. million. Meanwhile, this guy's making $40 million. They had their opportunity. They didn't take it. To me, my impression and opinion is Tom Mm -hmm. Brady would say, love you guys. I'll be back for the retirement. I'll be back for the statue. I'll be back for the Patriots Hall of Fame. But don't ask me to come in and sign some symbolic contract. I wanted to do that for three years leading up to you. Usher me out the door. Have at it. Wow.
2: <laughs> wow. uh, was that Phil or was that Trenny? I think that not, was Trini. That Trini. it I, was Trenee. That might have been Trenny. It was Owen Wilson. I initially thought it was Phil when I heard it, but Trenny was uh, astounded wow. there. Arkan, uh I I wouldn't. The more I think about it, the more I think he should dig his heels in on the one day contract. I, I didn't view it the way that that Tom proposed it yesterday. It's like, no, I'm not going to sign your your fake phony stupid one day thing oh
4: is this gonna make you feel better robert is that is this is this better for you right is this what you want see i just thought what about me i just thought brady
2: would bend over and do it but he should he should dig his heels in on this and i just i do have to just take a step back for a minute and say why do fans care so much like fans clearly care about this they're like yeah he needs to sign the one day deal he's got to do it why why
3: why why they want to know he still loves them. He,
2: he He's going to come back. Come and on, like, Tom. When, on you retire, when you retire his number, I, he would take the fifth on this. When you retire his number, and when you put him in the Patriots Hall of Fame, he'll show up for that. Why does he need to sign the stupid fake piece of paper?
3: He wants, because the fans want him to be theirs again. And then they can say, well, he retired. He came back. It shows you he wasn't still mad if at he Belichick. He came back and he retired a Patriot. If he
2: doesn't sign the one-day contract, should the Patriots not retire his number?
3: Of course they will. If he
2: doesn't sign the the one day contract, should they not put him in the Patriots Maybe Hall of they'll Fame?
3: Make a statue that's passive aggressive. Well, are the crafts ugly?
2: gonna are the crafts gonna start treating Brady like he's Bill Parcells and persona non grata <laughs> and he can't go into their little their little uh, museum because he won't sign a one day contract? Like why? If do I don't get why fans care about it, I get why Brady cares about it, and I hear what Tom's saying. I get why Brady's digging his heels in now, and I should have listened to you guys yesterday. Shame on me, but. Brady should dig his heels in. I just don't get why fans care. I mean, just do you, say this: why do you
4: too. Uh, Joe Montana, when he announced his retirement, he went and played for the Chiefs. He announced his retirement in San Francisco. He finished his career with Kansas City. I don't know if he signed a one-year. I don't know if he signed a, a contract with the Niners, but he went to San Francisco and announced his retirement in Justin Herman Plaza in this big uh, public place and made it a whole big thing in San Francisco. Tom Brady didn't come to New England to announce his retirement. You know what I mean? He did it down in Florida by himself yeah, on the fairness, beach.
2: Joe Montana just couldn't just sit on his phone in 1993 That's or whatever true. and blast it out. I agree, but I
4: also think that Brady could have made it more about New England if he wanted to. I mean, he was in he. Was was in Tampa for those three years. He made the announcement down in Florida. It looked like it looked like Florida to me. I, you know, I just I don't think that there's that sort of love for this area.
3: I Two things real quick. I do want to walk back. I said I don't think that there's animosity under the decision not to come back and sign a one-day contract. And thinking about it further, yeah, there probably, it probably is still probably is still that lingering well, like I, you wouldn't give it to me before. I don't know, I but listening, I just, listening to current, yeah, I, I
2: think there is. So. I just
3: thought that I thought that he had kind of moved past that emotionally, again, as one of the four agreements. The other thing I would say is, it's really up to Brady, besides the one-day contract or whatever, if he how much he decides that he wants to recognize himself in retirement as a patriot. I think about someone like, and sorry to bring it back to the NBA, but I think about someone like Kevin Garnett, who he didn't do the one-day contract thing that Paul Pierce did, and Paul Pierce was a Celtic all the way through, but when he came back to have his... His jersey number retired, and in the rafters, like you were there, Arcan. It, it was very clear what it meant to him, even though he started out his career somewhere else and ended his career someone somewhere else. But you know,
2: you know Kevin Garnett and his relationship with Minnesota.
3: Yes, and that I, o-
2: and that owner there. Like, so you think
3: that was just Kevin Garnett being extremely petty well, to Minnesota yeah. by being like, "Boston's my favorite I, girlfriend." Look, I don't
2: want. I don't want to say that Brady's that upset. Like, what did what did Garnett say, Arcan? Did he call the owner there a snake? Like he was, he He was said something to him. He was pretty, he was pretty pointed in his commentary and uh, very critical, to say the least. I don't know if Brady holds that much animosity, but at the same
3: time, it's kind of it's part of Garnett's retirement brand now. To be there's the betting commercial that I saw last night where Garnett's saying, "Oh, I'm in on Boston," and he's clicking it on his phone, and that's his part of his brand. Brady's not going to do that either way. No, I, I really don't think so. And I don't it's going to be TB12, Brady, football, longevity. That's his brand. I don't
2: think Brady has the spine. I don't think he has the backbone, but I hope he does. I hope he digs in on this. Screw them. You didn't want me? I'm not signing your fake one-day deal. And I really don't get why it matters to you out there, but apparently it matters to you. (laughs) 617-779-7937. If he doesn't sign your contract, he's upset. What?
3: Or you're upset. Producer Ryan just said in my ear, to be exact, Kevin Garnett said uh, Timberwolves – Snake-like. Oh, snake-like. I try
4: not to do business with open, openly snakes or people who are snake-like. Yeah,
2: you might <laughs> Serpentine. as well. At that point, you might as well go all the way and call him a snake, right? Uh, but again, I, I know you guys have a problem with Brady not signing a stupid fake one-day piece of paper. Uh, and so does Robert Kraft. 617-779-7937. We'll get to all your thoughts coming up. And Tom Curran of NBC Sports Boston is plugged in with anyone with the Tom Brady camp. He joins us about 15 minutes from now at 3.30, right after the trending from Christian Arkham. Now here's what's trending on WEI.
4: What's trending now? Robert Kraft went on CNN with Poppy Harlow this morning. Said he would be open to having Tom Brady sign a one-day contract to retire as a Patriot. He also said the team will do everything they can in their power to bring him back, sign off as a Patriot, and find ways to honor him for many years to come. In other NFL news, Vic Fangio, currently working as a consultant for the Eagles, has been tapped to be the Dolphins' new defensive coordinator. So and the Bruins both back to their winning ways last night. Bruins with an easy. win over the Maple Leafs. Pavel Zaka with a pair of goals. A.J. Greer, Brandon Carlo, Derek Forbort with the other three. Forbort shorthanded. This is the Bee's last stop before the All-Star break. They'll be off until February 11th. All except, of course, for David Posternock and Linus Allmark. They're playing in the game. Jim Montgomery will coach the Atlantic team. Bruins heading to the break on pace for 133 points. That would break the all-time record for single-season point totals in NHL history, passing the 1977 Montreal Canadiens. And the Celtics had a real easy night as well, blasting the Nets by a final of 139-96. to Wasn't really that close. Celtics with 79 points in the first half alone. Jason Tatum led the way with 31. Jalen Brown with 26. Season proved to thirty-seven and fifteen. Up next, they host the Suns tomorrow night at TD Garden. I'm Christian Arkin. That's what's trending now.
3: A U D A C Y. Type that into your app search. It's so dumb. Then download. My brain is melting.
0: This is Jones and Mego on W E E
2: I. Is he really done? Do you believe that he is done for good?
0: Never say never with Tommy. <laughs> I mean, you you never know. I mean, but at the end of the day, I think this is final. And it's a decision that's probably really difficult because, again, you go back to him, the competitor. He is the ultimate competitor. And that's the reason why he played until 25. And I was there in New England when with – Doug Flutie, who was 41, Benny Tessaverde, who was 42. And I remember them having this conversation and Tom saying at that point, even in his young career, saying, I'd love to play until I'm 45. And he achieved that. So he's achieved everything that anybody could possibly imagine at the quarterback position, including some of his own self-endeavors in which he wanted to go out and play until he was 45, and he accomplished that.
2: Matt Castle last night on NBC Sports Boston says, never say never with Tommy. I know Tom Curran of NBC Sports Boston who joins us about seven minutes from now at three thirty. Uh, I know he disagrees. He wrote on the website that Brady is done, and uh, he said that pretty definitively. We'll hear from Tom Curran coming up again a little over five minutes from now. Uh, this hour of Jones and Mego with Arcan is brought to you by Arbella Insurance. Here for good. What were you going to say there, Mego? Sorry. I just Stephane. really
3: liked. I wanted to mention this one line from Curran that. Uh, he Brady belongs to America. Somehow, though, he seems to have become a man without a country. Where's his home? Miami, Tampa, San Francisco, New York, Boston, where he literally experienced everything. I was like, that is very true, and it kind of gets at the heart of what we talk, what we're talking about. The one with, day contract. Should exactly. he have the one day contract? Who? Where is his heart, really?
2: Like I don't. Again, I don't care about the one day contract. I don't care if he signs it or not. I mean, I kind of hope Brady digs in his heels and just flips the proverbial double bird at the Crafts and the Patriots because they didn't sign him and they didn't keep him when they could have. You didn't want to give me a real contract. Now you want to give me a fake one for appearances? I'm not doing it. So I hope he digs his heels in on it. But but really, what I'm interested in about the one-day contract story is Crafts so obviously wants it to happen. And the fans so obviously want it to happen, which I still don't really get.
3: That's why, though, that... that- sentiment right there tell us that boston was your home tell I, us you still love us but what do you care tell us you're a patriot but why do you care why do not my fans care. care i'm talking about the fans right but why, why do they, they why care? do they
2: care because they're sentimental that's why but so what he's 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 the greatest quarterback of all time he won you a bunch of super bowls you can retire his number he's going into your hall of fame meaning the team hall of fame and obviously the pro football hall of fame like what do you care if he if he likes boston or not why do you care oh, i
3: think they care a lot No,
2: i mean i know they do but just
3: why 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 do you care? Because people from Boston want everyone to like Boston. And it's not enough to just like Boston. They want you to love Boston. So
2: I'm curious how Brady feels about all of it. And the one-day contract just is a window into discussing that. One one thing quick before we get to your phone calls. And again, Tom Curran coming up. Mike Florio wrote something interesting today at Pro Football Talk. And it's an indication as to whether or not Brady could be retiring or not. So this is something to pay attention to. You know, a bit of a weather vane for the direction of how things could be going with Brady. He says the Buccaneers need one last favor from Brady. They need him to sign a contract for 2023 for the minimum salary, $1.12 million, and they need to process his retirement after June 1st. And there are other ways to play around with the cap, but work with us on this. Such a contract would reduce Brady's cap charge to 11.94. Retirement after June 1st would knock it all the way down to under $11 million in dead money, and it would push $25 million in dead money to next year. For Brady, this would keep him from joining another team if he changes his mind about playing. Even though he may believe right now he'll never play again, he could change his mind. And here's what I think is the key line from Florio. If Brady will be doing the Bucks a contractual favor, it needs to happen before his current contract voids in mid-March. He can be a free agent March 15th. If he goes through with it, that will be the clearest indication he truly has no interest in joining another team. So if Brady doesn't do the Bucks a solid and sign a fake contract for fake cap purposes, if he doesn't do that, it keeps the window open for him returning. So pay attention to that. If Brady does a fake deal with the Bucks, he's probably retiring. There would be ways to come back, but it would be convoluted and difficult. If he's really going to hang him up, that's what he's going to do. He's going to sign a, a ceremonial contract with the Bucs. If he doesn't, he can come back, and he can come back at any point, unretire at any point, which would shock, as we discussed yesterday, exactly none of us.
3: It's really fascinating because if you look at the timeline of last year, March thirteenth, that he decided to come back. So you look at this. If if he doesn't do this, by the way, they have the thirty-five million dollar, thirty-five point one million dollar cap hit, and they would be fifty-five million dollars over the cap. The Bucks. I also just think it's funny for Brady. You know, he announces his retirement, and now you got to believe some people are giving him some space. Robert Kraft, though, he's going on CNN saying, please come back, sign oh, a one-year deal. He's and, the next day. And, and, and knees like the Bucks, maybe someone from the Bucks is going through to Florio and saying, hey, uh, if you are actually going to retire, uh, can you do it exactly this way so we're not <laughs> screwed with $55 million over the cap, Tom? Um, if you're for real, can you just... Show us it's before true March
2: uh six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is how you get in touch with Jones Mego and Arcan uh Dan and Brockton wants to weigh in on this very topic. Go ahead, Dan
0: yeah, you guys kind of stole my thunder on, <laughs> on that whole thing, but that's what I was calling to talk about. uh He basically needs to do what the what Drew Brees did with the saints and, and help them out and Brady seems like the type of guy that he does want to protect his image and a, a great way to endure yourself with uh Tampa Bay as well and You know, is is signing that contract where then they can June one him saves them a bunch of money. And if he is serious, I mean that then all
2: well, and symbolically, what would it say? And I'm sorry to cut him off. Our old our old phone system was a little different. Our I could I it, w- it was a little more forgiving with hanging up on people. So so uh, work with nah, me on that executioner style. Uh, please
3: stop talking about the place you used to work. It's
2: a poor carpenter who blames his tools. I realize <laughs> that. So I uh, I but I'm blaming the the phone system. Uh, but when it comes to uh, Brady, we're talking about symbolic gestures. Like if he's willing to do a symbolic gesture for the Bucks, but he wouldn't do it for the Patriots, is that spitting in Kraft's face?
3: No. I mean, oh, sorry. If he's if he's willing to do, to it, do it for, it for the Tampa, Bucks, but not for New it's England, it's different. It's a it's totally different. This is purely symbolic. The one day signing with the Patriots, whereas with Tampa Bay, it's. About how they're going to rebuild it's all, after it's all taking pa- him for a couple years. It's
2: symbolic in that it's a paper transaction, but you're right. It would it would have uh, this actual... has
3: actual implications for what they're going to feel next year and the year after.
2: Yeah, all this does for the
4: Patriots is make them feel better and make them feel better about Tom Brady and make Robert Kraft feel better about the way this all went down. And you know that's why I invited him to the wedding and you know all this other stuff like that. It's it's very clear that he's trying to repair that because history is not going to be kind to the Patriots if Tom Brady sort of burns the bridge forever and says, bleep New England, I'm never going to go back there. You know what I mean? Like, that, that obviously won't look good. But, man, does he look thirsty here. He looks, like, very, very thirsty to get this, like, wrapped up right now and Correct. get an answer down yeah, there, yeah. sure. It's sort of like what he did with Gerard Mayo, right? Like, Gerard Mayo, he puts out this this big statement, we're going to do everything we can now to get Gerard Mayo here for a long time and we're going to sign Mayo and blah, 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 blah. He's canceling all his interviews. Now we're finding out from Garigi and he might not even, uh, might not even get a, uh, a raise or a, a, well, a new title. That's another uh, well, side well, of well, all
3: well, this. Well, it seems like there will be a raise. Maybe there will be a
4: raise, but he's not going to be. Uh, let's get to the head coach. Uh, we're thinking here.
3: <laughs> I'll take the money. But yeah, let's
2: let's get to the Mayo stuff
4: next. The hour. point is that they. It's sort of a similar tactic. You know, you go out there and you make a big whole deal about it to put pressure on somebody to do what you want.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, I, I would agree. It looks thirsty. And you brought up the wedding. I kind of forgot about that. Brady did go to Kraft's wedding, but did he know that's what he was going to? Remember how awful that was? Where Robert just threw like a surprise wedding out of nowhere to all the the guests in attendance. I can't think of a worse thing than that. Show thinking you're going to like a two-hour two shindig and the next thing you know it's a wedding.:
3: I would be so excited. I wouldn't.: Oh, I would think it was so fun. And then show I showed up have and to you're, you're like, "Oh I'm
2: stuck at a wedding now. Ugh, I gotta stick around and eat the meal and I gotta stick around for the dance. Like, I thought I was just dipping in and out here for, like, a drink real okay, quick. I got to stay for think, the wedding. I don't think yeah, this tough is, to like, leave a stereotypical
3: exactly. 28-year-old's that, I, wedding. I, I
2: bet that's why Brady went. I bet Brady's like, yeah, 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 I'll get fine whenever. I'll show up for a drink. I'm here for a whole wedding? Ah! I got to meet, I got to glad hand everybody and hang out and watch the dance, and they're shoving cake in each other's face? I got to stay for all of that? Please, no. You can't dip out of a wedding.
3: First of all, you easily. can. Not easily. Well, not easily. You can. Well, they'll no,
2: notice no. if Tom Brady's not there, I think. That's true. I have That's uh, <laughs> That's uh. fair. Uh, by the way, joining us here on the Harbor One Hotline is Tom E. Curran. He's brought to you by Dr. Matthew Lepresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tom E. Curran at 1-800-GET-HAIR by Awaken 180. Weight loss, become your own success story by dropping the weight, holding you back. It starts with just one call to Awaken 180 and by Unified Office where they help businesses maximize every incoming call at unifiedoffice.com. Tommy Curran, as we said, joins us here on the Harbor 1 hotline. Tom, we've uh, we've pumped you up. You're you're as plugged in as anybody with the Brady Camp. So what is uh what is your understanding about Brady and his feeling about the Patriots because we heard you last night on TV. We just uh, we just played it for the people of Boston. You're not convinced he'd be open to signing a, a ceremonial one-day
0: contract. Why? What's up, you little sports vulture?
2: (laughs) What's up? How are (laughs) you?
0: Look, I don't have anything on this but opinion. I continue to try and ferret out exactly what Brady's disposition would be. I do know this. A couple weeks ago I asked, as there was being passed around, speculation, will Brady come back to the Patriots? I said, that wouldn't happen, right? And I was told via text that would not happen. He would never go back to the Patriots. Now, would he come back and sign a one-day contract? I would imagine the same thing holds true for the simple reason. The Patriots had multiple years in which Brady all but crawled on his hands and knees to the door of Robert Kraft and said, please, sign me. I don't want to move from this house in Chestnut Hill or Brookline or whatever, wherever the hell it was. I don't want my, to uproot my family. I want to finish here as a New England Patriot. He had no idea what way over those hills in a place like Tampa Bay and the chalice of celebrity and branding he could drink from. He wanted to stay here. They didn't let him do it. Do you think he's going to want to sign that now for a photo op so someone can leverage him after they passed on every opportunity and made him uproot? I don't.
2: Okay, well, so I find that to be very interesting. You also mentioned you reached out about whether or not Brady would come back. Should we we be led to believe the Patriots were interested in Brady coming back?
0: No, that was just people spitballing as they did all year long, and I just wanted to put a uh, a stake through the heart of it because I felt like it was just – I would ask every time it came up, where did this come from? Well, somebody said maybe Brady will go back to the Patriots. I said, where would they get it? I think they were just spitballing. Well, why are we spitballing? So that was – the effort was made to just drive a a stake through the heart of it. There was nothing, I, I don't think, from the Patriots. And I don't think that the Patriots would want to do that at this juncture anyway with Mac Jones, believe it or not.
3: Tom, oh, sorry. I thought you were done. That was a long was pause. A weird pause. That was a longer pause than usual, <laughs> Tommy. I know. Anyway, I'm talking. <laughs> um, feeling any info you may have? Was this a decision that you feel that Tom made over the last week after the season ended? Was it something he was kind of leaning towards as the season? went on given everything happening off the field for him this year?
0: I think it was everything off the field. You could see it clearly in his face, how tortured he was by what was happening off the field in his personal life. You know, we made a lot of jokes about how he looked, but I understood that a significant period of the time that he took off prior to training camp, he kind of spent by himself in bed as he understood what was going on. Um, So, he was really racked by what happened and laid low by it. So I'm not surprised by this. You know, when I reached out to folks and said, what do you think he's going to do? They said, he, he has no idea. He really doesn't. He's got a lot to sort through. So I think that's the larger part of it for me. It's like, I've said this before. It's like last year, he left the bar. Everybody goes, oh, don't go. He's like, no, I got to go home. He comes back in the bar. He's like, oh, he's back. And then he comes back to the last beer and it's no fun. <laughs> and everyone's just kind of standing on there staring at each other still. and saying, I should have gone home. So now he's heading home for good. Tommy, do you think Brady regrets playing this year? I don't. I really don't, Christian, just for the simple fact that he could still perform. It's not satisfying compared to what he's usually done. But, you know, I think a bad round of golf or a good round of golf, you're still happy you played golf rather than not. And I really don't think, and this, again, is fully personal opinion, whatever off-field turmoil and stress he had with his spouse was going to exist, football or no. If playing football this year was going to be a final straw or not, um, I find that hard to believe. I think that probably the the die was probably cast prior to that.
2: Uh, I've said this week, I said it last year, Tom, and I guess in some ways I feel vindicated about saying it a year ago because Brady came back. I I think less of Brady, infinitesimally less, and you can disagree if you'd like, but I think a little less of him potentially leaving a championship on the table. Like if he played this year, I believe he could contend for a Super Bowl with the Niners. I believe he could contend for a Super Bowl with the Dolphins, maybe even the Jets. That's a stacked roster. They're a quarterback away. Why, Why leave that potential run at a championship? I know he's won seven, but why not go for an eighth when it's right there for the taking? Yeah, no, you're a weird
0: guy. You're a weird guy. <laughs> um, I saw that I went, video I would yesterday. Never, I would never argue with that. I don't think I anybody think would. I less of Tom Brady for retiring when he could still. I mean, you're making it sound like at 46, he's a coward. After yeah, Super well, Bowls. but in fairness, I said and it last year. Away. I
2: said it last like, year and he, he came started. back, Tom. I was right last year. Maybe I'll be right again.
0: I, I Look, I think it's more reasonable for him to take this year off, get his ducks in a row, sort things out, get back to being who he was closer to being who he was when he left New England, and then come back at 47. And I don't think there's any way he could not, if he so decided to. And when you look across the landscape of the NFL, there's plenty of teams that say, you know what? I could have Tom Brady come in here and compete with Colt McCoy. So, to me, I think you're out of your mind. I think that's an embarrassing take in many ways, to <laughs> say that a guy who's 46 I, and I'm won so, seven Super Bowls... I'm so proud of it, I've I, done it two years in a row. I know, you can, but... well. Be that Keep running it back, but I don't think he's coming back. And to compare a guy leaving, look, maybe you could make that contention with Barry Sanders or Calvin Johnson or even Jim Brown after nine seasons. After 23 seasons at 46, losing weight hand over fist because his personal life is in some disarray, parents on the left coast at 80, kids in their teenage years in
2: Florida. I know, but they were in their teenage years last year, and his parents were in their 70s or 80s last year. It's not that different. Right, and how'd that go? Well, not very That's good. Great. But that was Tampa. It wasn't a you can, lot of fun. You can go to it a was stack. More fun than what you and me did, but it wasn't a lot of fun for him. <laughs> you so can go to, all set. You can go to a stacked team, though. You can win. I, that the, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, it all kind of was crumbling around him. You can go somewhere that has everything around him and go really compete. Yeah. No. I
0: I get you. I mean, but spending. All right. I'm not spending the entire uh, from July until February with Debo Samuel instead of your kids. That. I don't know. And people might be a great guy. I'm just saying.
3: <laughs> Very hard. You're never gonna
0: get that year back.
3: Uh Tommy switching gears away from Brady. Our buddy Karen Garigian, she had a tweet saying that she's hearing from a source we should pump the brakes on Gerard Mayo having a new title going forward. Pay raise for sure. His overall role could change, but not a different title. Anything we can read into a return of titles don't matter so much around here?
0: I think title's bill is so afflicted with what they mean, which is ironic because he actually pretends the opposite is true. Titles don't mean anything around here. That's why we don't give them up. That's false. Um, That's why he needed to be an assistant head coach, wanted to be a defensive coordinator, everything else when he was with the Giants or the the Jets back in the late nineties. That doesn't surprise me at all in conversations that I've had. It's been indicated to me. I don't care about money, male meaning. Uh, he doesn't care about titles. He cares about the opportunity to advance his career in the direction of what he hopes to be, which is a, a an NFL head coach. So if he feels more confident that that will arise from whatever agreement they strike, I think that's to the good. I don't think they're hosing him. I know the Kraft family thinks extremely highly of him, and as I said during this whole process, I think the Belichick doesn't look at this as a threat to whether it be him or Steve Belichick or Matt Patricia or anybody else. He will look at it as, hey, I found this guy. I helped make this guy. And if I this guy succeeds me and does well, he'll do it here. So it's continuing on a 25-year legacy of me as a head coach then handing off to one of my favorite people and most respected lieutenants. So it's a 30-year run of the Belichick tradition here. So I don't think that it's – I wouldn't get too inflamed about it.
3: Right, so but, get it. And it, well, no, no, well, it's brand new, so I don't know. Maybe people are inflamed in the streets right now. But I, given that Mayo wants to be a head coach eventually, does it matter to people on the outside at all that he has had this kind of nebulous structure here in New England and that he still won't have this assistant associate head coach title or something that was banied about in rumors before?
0: It has mattered in previous interviews where he has gone into interviews and spent a portion of the time explaining what exactly is it that you do do over there and how is the setup working and why are you going to be different from Matt Patricia or Joe judge or Josh McDaniels? There has been a portion of the time spent in explaining why he's a different person too. So I think all of those things contribute. That's why I think being a, a Belichick fruit from the Belichick tree is all it's cracked up to be sometimes for, for these guys, even though they do get new jobs, they so often fall into the same traps that, whether it be Mangini or McDaniels in Denver, fell into before. So, yeah, it's, it's something that they've had to conquer, and not having a title may, might mean that remains the same, but I just don't think that this, all of this leads me to believe, just connecting the dots, that Gerard Mayo is the odds-on successor to Bill Belichick, and he'll never have to interview any place else.
2: All right, he is Tom Curran. You can check out his latest at NBC Sports Boston. Brady's final retirement is a fitting end to a long football journey. Check it out there. Tom, we'll talk to you next week. All right, good stuff. Thanks, guys. All right, Tom Curran, as all our guests, joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. We'll get back to your phone call, 617-779-7937. And we have our triple play next. It's going to be a triple play. It's time for the triple play. Yes, triple
0: play. The top three burning questions of the day. And there's three! With Jones and Mego. Triples is best. Triples is
4: best. Who will have more points?
2: Jason Tatum or Kyrie Irving? Let's start with you, Jones. Who has more points tonight? I'm going with my Nets. I know there's no Marcus Smart tonight, too, so there's no defensive <laughs> stopper for him.
3: I'm going with Jason Tatum as a lock. Tatum outscoring the Nets 18-16. to 16 by himself in the first quarter. They're up 30. Who
4: lets in more goals tonight? Linus Allmark or, uh, for Toronto, Ilya Samsonov, who is going to be starting tonight?
2: Allmark.
3: Samsonov, which when I say that, I feel like I'm in Dumb and Dumber. Samsonite. I was way off. I was way off. I'm going with Allmark giving up more.
2: Ah, welcome to the club there, Meggo. You're right about Tatum, though.
3: It's really hard because I'm building this reputation as a hockey expert.
2: That's a good point. Yeah, you don't want to I
3: just can't have those marks on my record.
2: That's a good point. Uh hockey mego there. Not uh not so hot on the prediction. I was uh, pretty much over across the board. Uh by the way, I, I should have told everyone, because he doesn't have enough sponsors that Tom Curran was also brought to you by Wise Chips football postseason here, and it's winner go home. And uh well, nope, that's also the No, that's right. And uh the Wise Chips coverage here, uh, or playoff coverage rather, is brought to you by Wise Chips and Wise Snacks. Go to wisegameday.com for your chance to win one of 100 authentic pro football jerseys. I'd say that went very smooth, uh, trying to piece that together on the fly. so my great. mistake. Yes, very smooth. Uh, go ahead, Arkan. All right,
4: it is time for uh, the triple play, and the triple play today is a report card Thursday. It's very simple. I will give you something to grade, and then I'm going to get both of your grades on the following three topics. Number one.
2: Number one.
4: Give me your grade. For Don Sweeney's extension that he gave to Pavel Zaka, Zaka, by the way, has sixteen points in nine games since signing said extension.
3: Is that true? That that many points? That sixteen quick? points. In All right, nine I'm going to start. I give him. I give us a B plus. The Zaka extension, four years, nineteen million, four point seven five million salary cap uh, hit through twenty six, twenty seven. He's already got thirty-five points on the season, so he's almost already surpassed his career high of thirty-six points. As you pointed out before, he's playing on the check line, so hard to say if going forward he's going to be able to maintain that production without having crazy and Pasternak. If he's shifted around, but he's only twenty-five, so I feel like give the upside. He has high-end skill as long as they can sustain it. B plus.
2: I go D. <laughs> I, 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 I think he's been, and I don't care that he's been productive. I I think it's an overpay. He's not worth almost $5 million a year. He's not. And so, to me, they overpaid for Charlie Coyle before. This will look like an overpay. I don't care that he's been hot since he signed his extension. I know he had a couple of goals last night. The first one was filthy. I just, I want to see him produce going forward in the postseason as we discussed earlier tonight. I'm curious how that line, if that line can produce when it becomes a tougher, more physical game in the postseason. And I just think it's an overpay. So I'm not going to give him a good grade for it just because he has a few extra points in a few games here since he signed. D. All
4: right. <clears throat> B plus for Mego, a D for Jones on the Pavel Zaka extension. Let's go to grade number two. Number two. Keith Law at The Athletic has rated the Red Sox farm system 23rd out of
2: 30 teams in the major leagues. How do you grade it, Jones? Oh, I mean, again, I, I would D-minus. Like, I think the funniest thing about High and Bloom, and I was very, very early on this train, the funniest thing about the Red Sox farm system, pretty much all the good prospects are Dave Dombrowski's. People hated Dave Dombrowski's farm system. Oh, he trades away. He trades away. Everybody, there's nobody here. There's no one left in the farm system. Well, he didn't trade away Tristan Cassis, who's his. Is Rafaela his as well? That's another prospect who's zoomed up all of these uh, these big boards. Sedan Rafaela. Yes, like that's. I think that's another one that's his. So you know, a lot of the pitching arms who have come up, and they can be you know debatable on on how good that they've been. Whitlock is a uh, is a high Bloom prospect, but. You know, you look at some of the other guys. Why am I blanking on the name of the guy you talked to at Winter Weekend, Arcan? Tanner uh, Halk? Yes, Tanner Halk. Halk, Halk, yeah. Halk is another Dombrowski guy. Mm-hmm. Like, fine. Bloom brought in their best prospect, Marcelo Meyer. You know why? Because he fell to him in the draft. He was supposed to go first. He fell to fourth. The only reason they got him is because the Red Sox sucked. That has nothing to do with Haim Bloom being all that great at building a farm system. They're 23rd? That's a joke. And that's with the Dave Dombrowski prospects. So I give it a D a D-. F-. I I,
3: I give it a C-. The position players do look high-end. Bloom is clearly hanging his legacy on what Marcelo Mayer's going to do. But you have no up-and-coming pitchers. You failed to protect Thad Ward in the Rule of Five draft from the Nationals. Good luck with that going forward. And it just irritates me, this notion now that has come up over the last year and a half, of, well, just wait. Just wait a couple seasons. Yeah, it's happening. You're... By this grading system, not from us, but from the experts, you're the bottom of your division in terms of your farm system, too. So don't give me that anymore. But uh, C-minus, I'm, I'm kind of a softie. All right, C-minus for Mego,
4: D-minus for Jones there on the Red Sox farm system. I really, right. sh- really should have gone F. I don't know why I didn't go F. Go to grade number three. Number three. We found out this morning that this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees have been announced, and they are Kate Bush, Sheryl Crow. Missy Misdemeanor Elliott, Iron Maiden, Joy Division Slash New Order, Cyndi Lauper, George Michael, Willie Nelson, Rage Against the Machine, Soundgarden, The Spinners, A Tribe Called Quest, The White Stripes, and Warren Zevon. Ze- Zevon, Zevon. 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 Yeah, I knew that. I don't know why I forgot. He has the
2: Werewolves of London. That's right,
4: the Mago? Werewolves of London guy. Exactly. All right. Let's get a grade for this Excitable year's boy? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. Smego, how about you start
3: this? Oh, week? my God. I give this an A. Yeah. I am so in on this list. This is what it should be. I understand it's not all, like, this isn't all straight rock and roll. I get it. That's not the purpose of this anymore. Kate Bush is a little weird, but the rest Stranger of it. Stranger than. I know, that's exactly
4: what pushed her over.
3: But look at this. You got Willie Nelson. You got a little modern era with White Stripes and Missy Elliott. Tribe Called Quest, extremely influential in hip-hop. Warren Zevon, excitable boy. I don't know how I feel about um cindy lopper but i guess that's of an era joy division huge joy division head, how many, head over here how many i many love these, this
2: how many of these acts do you think should actually be in
3: okay let me see i'm gonna go rapid fire right now uh i'm gonna start iron maiden yes uh willie nelson absolutely rage against the machine yes that's one tribe yes and george Warren michael yes, is a freaking lock yes so i got five there i got five at least five
2: in. i got i'd put in cheryl crow i'd put in cheryl crow Rage Against the Machine. That might be it.
3: Go That you're might be it. You're putting Sheryl Crow in above Warren Zevon and A Tribe Called Quest? Yeah. Do you, have you heard of these? these yes. No, I have. Yes. How long name, is, name one song. How long has
2: Warren Zevon had an opportunity to get into this Rock and Roll That's Hall of Fame? That's what I'm saying. No, then, no. Then it's overdue. Then it's like the, Dwight, uh, the people calling for Dwight Evans to get in the Baseball Hall <laughs> of Fame. It's like, no, you had your chance. I don't want Jim Rice on the 15th ballot. No, you're out. And who was the other one? Tribe Called Quest? Eh.
3: Okay, so what do you grade it? This is an A for you. Oh me. yeah, I'm this sorry, what I, did, I didn't
2: give it a grade. C? Like I think it's fine. How many how many acts get in every year? Is it like five I every have no year? Idea. Like it should be, it I should be on a on a uh, as needed basis, and it should be like two or three acts a year. You're uh, not putting unless-
3: Willie Nelson in. Uh, again, how long has he had to get in? It's kind of hurtful. It's like Jim I Rice. Know, like, I'd put
4: really Willie Nelson. Nelson in. That doesn't mean, just because he's not in now doesn't mean he shouldn't be. Yeah, it kind of does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It means they
2: screwed up the other years. No, it doesn't. That's and, what I think. And there's been a million chances to get him in. He's not in. You shouldn't be in. Sorry, I think, you shouldn't uh, be in.
4: Missy Elliott... George Michael, Willie Nelson, Rage, and Tribe is who I would do. That is the five I'd take.
2: I don't love for Soundgarden here. I like I, Soundgarden. I gotta be honest, I'm not the biggest Soundgarden garden. That's by. a weird one. I'm more Over audio slave. Audio slave's better, I think, kinda, yeah.
3: They're the same. I'm sorry. But they're the same. And everybody just flexes on like, oh, Audio Slave or Soundgarden. And I'm like, guess what? Nobody cares because it's not 1994 Audio anymore. Slave's
4: not the same. It's the guitars <laughs> from
3: Rage Against the Machines and Audio Slave. It's
2: everybody from Rage Against the Machine uh, except yeah, the for Zach Rocca yeah. I got two.
3: I mean, the songs are the same.
2: <laughs> Rage and Sheryl Crow. That's it. No, Nobody else. That's that's my uh, that's my small haul. Not my haul. Is is what I have Why going do in have there. Why you
3: this soft spot for Sheryl Crow?
2: Sheryl Crow's great. What do you mean Compared soft spot? Compared
3: to the rest of the people in yeah, here.
2: Greater than, yes.
3: What's your number one,
2: Cheryl Crow? Ooh, good question. All I that lame do. song with I like, Kid Rock. I like the. I do oh, like. I, I do put like. Your
3: picture away is a jam. You Shut your goddamn mouth! That song. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do. I like that song as well. I'll tell you what. You know what? You know what kind of rocks first? First song at the beginning of Cars, and it's not just because I have a four-year-old. Stop the Cheryl Crow song in Cars. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's good. Track that down, Ryan. Maybe we can You're play right, that for the people what later should on. No, no, the that's what on. Should put her in. No, no, that's what put her over the top for me. Cherry on top of the Sunday for her Rock and Roll Hall of Fame career. Willie Nelson wasn't rocking at the top of Cars One. No, he was not. 617 779 7937. It's how you get in touch here with Jones and Mego with Arcan. That's our triple play. When we come back, I want to get to that Gerard Mayo story that we were kicking around because that is an update from Karen Grigian. I also do want to get to, well, the Patriots and how they stack up in the AFC. We'll do that coming up next. Yeah.